What's up, guys? Welcome to our show. Today we discuss about video marketing, how you can get much higher results, views, sales, and many other stuff. It's so valuable to learn more about that because the future will be with video. Uh, Gen Z and Millennium prefer to watch video content and many customers watch video before buying any products. I'm so excited to discuss this topic with Louis Burton. How are you? Good. Nice to see you. It's nice for me, you know, because uh, I love video marketing. I remember when uh, I decided to launch my YouTube channel. That was, uh, if I remember correctly, 2017. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me, that was much better to break my leg than uh, film any videos. I was shy about that. Uh, I uh cared a lot about opinions what people can tell about my stuff but uh i overcame all of that with uh, perseverance uh, consistency and yeah many other stuff uh that was uh, for ukrainian uh audience right now i have my english uh, channel and yeah i create a lot of video content uh for uh, many different marketing channels including linkedin facebook many others before we start, just tell more about your self-experience background and why you decided to share with us about video marketing. Sure. I came from a television background. I worked in the TV business in Los Angeles for many years on the marketing and branding side. And um, I moved back uh, to Boston and and kind of went out on my own and decided to do my own thing. And I've been doing that for several years. I've uh, using YouTube, really got into video marketing. At first I was doing traditional television and then I kind of moved everything online. I just saw the way that was, that was the way things were going. So uh, I've been doing video since about the same time YouTube started, 2005, video marketing. So. Yeah, nice. nice. It's just a great way to connect. And as an, as an introvert, as somebody who's very shy, it's a lot easier to talk into the camera than to go to live events. <laughs> yeah, got it. Okay, before we start, I wanna thank you our sponsor, Serenkin, a top-related all-in-one SEO platform. I like Serenkin for their very accurate rank tracker tool, which shows you daily rankings for your website in five search engines for any location, device, and language. You can monitor Google Maps results and 35 search features for every keyword and much more. Just Google Serenkin Rent Tracker and explore 40 days of the software for free. So yeah, I love using this tool. I love using any tools because it can help to save my time. And I have the first question. Uh, can you tell uh, where to start? For example, I'm a shy boy. I'm not ready to film any videos, but I know if uh, I need to grow my business to uh, get more customers, uh, I need it. Can you tell how to start? I think one of the easiest ways to start is to do live video, Facebook Live, LinkedIn Live. Uh, Oftentimes it's easier to do live like this because you don't have to edit afterwards. You don't have to do all the other things. You just, you know, you're on screen, you say your piece and you're done. And especially interviews and podcasts and video podcasts like this tend to be easier because you're sharing the screen and you're also sharing the responsibilities of the video. So it's not all on you. You don't have to do it all by yourself. So I really like uh, live video as far as getting started. It's a good way to get your feet wet and get out there and and, uh, start to get used to doing more video. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, but you know, uh, the first thing it's better to use just smartphone. You know, uh, I I usually <laughs> film myself. Uh, even if I don't share on social media, I just film because uh, it's like playing tennis, soccer, any game. Uh, people can see competition when great sportsmen can show what they've learned through experience by training uh, that we can see. And it's the same with video content. If you uh, film every single day. If you improve the skills, you can get much higher results. And uh, I'm interested about uh, choosing platform. Can you tell? Everyone knows about YouTube, uh, probably TikTok, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, almost all social media uh, have this option you know, to add video content. Can you tell uh, how to choose the right uh, social media or uh, other platform where to submit your videos? Right. It really depends where your audience is, and I call it your video sweet spot. You've got to find that sweet spot, that, that something that you enjoy doing that's also where your audience is. So, um, you know, again, TikTok tends to skew younger. If you have a younger audience, that might be perfect. Facebook tends to skew a little bit older. Uh, LinkedIn is a little bit more corporate and professional. So it really depends on the audience, but there's almost no wrong answer because if you're out there creating video, on one platform, it's very easy to share or repurpose it to other platforms as well. So I, I may start with YouTube, but then I share that YouTube video on Facebook and LinkedIn and possibly even Instagram or Instagram Reels. Yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah, repurpose content, so it works well. Okay, uh, can you tell about the format? For example, uh, we have many different formats uh, and how to choose yours because uh, for example i usually avoid the best practices because mm-hmm. if it's not related with my skills my strong side why i need to consider yeah it's better to be yourself right. can you tell about choosing the right format right and again it's the format it's it's kind of like where you where you go on a post it's whatever you're most comfortable with i mean we have a camera in our pocket now 24 hours a day so it's so easy to go on your mobile device and do a reel or a TikTok or even a youtube video and just use what's the low-hanging fruit, what's the easiest for you to use. So uh, again, there's no real wrong answer, but uh, if you like to do live video, you can do live video. If you like to do, I do a lot of screen sharing and and show my slides and things like that. So I don't even have to be on camera for that kind of Mm -hmm. video. So I like that kind because I can just share my screen and show my slides and do demos and not have to worry too much about, you know, if 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 I'm having a bad hair day or something. Mm-hmm. So we have so um, many ways to do it. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about uh, why many content creators give up uh, and many of them even don't start. They can't shoot a perfect video. You know, they mm-hmm. compare to some uh, famous oh, yeah. YouTubers, uh, uh, television show. And for example, I remember when PewDiePie spent like uh, he filmed 100 videos to get 285 subscribers not a lot mm-hmm. because today he has 110 million uh mr beast uh was on the same boat he spent uh one and uh half year to get first thousand subscribers and we know about him uh today uh, can you tell uh how to start if you can't film this perfect video that pewdiepie and mr beast and many others can do it today Right, right. People get overwhelmed and intimidated. And, and you know, um, I think this, uh, I think Mark Cuban said comparison is the thief of joy. I mean, you really can't compare to other people. You've got to be you and do your own thing and be authentic and realize that, you know, uh, everybody has to start somewhere. Mr. Beast started somewhere with one video. 
you have the same tools and you have you know something to share so you should just get out there and and do what you can do and not worry about what everybody else is doing so uh if you you know it's not good to compare yourself it's just the best thing is just jump in and get started learn as you go and you know done is better than perfect so just get something out there yeah yeah exactly exactly and i remember mr beast shared that he couldn't allow smartphone to film videos that's why he used uh web camera on his laptop <laughs> you know to yeah. film your videos crazy <laughs> so uh can you tell about expensive equipment do we need to buy it or uh we can start just uh, by filming on smartphone it's enough yeah i mean the great thing is if we you know we have our smartphones they've got great cameras on them now you don't necessarily need to go out and buy a fancy camera or dslr um i have you know a 200 webcam called the lumina uh ai um i have a usb uh blue yeti microphone but the whole thing is you know for under 500 i can have my lights and my microphone and my camera and that's all i need i just sit down and go to Streamyard or wherever and and go live nice nice okay let's talk about strategy uh can you tell how to find ideas uh what kind of video to film and how to relate them with your uh customer's journey right well if you uh, you can i like to reverse engineer and start at the end you know what is the goal what what is the goal for the video can i work backwards and make sure i get there and i know some youtube creators even start with keywords or go to youtube and say what are people searching for what are they asking what do they want to know so start with that and then work backwards and say i'm going to just take these uh keywords from youtube and if somebody is saying you know what's the best webcam i can do a video about what's the best webcam so i'm trying to reverse engineer it and trying to start with the end in mind and work backwards to figure out uh what's best for my audience and again you know people business people know who their audience is so you really got to start with what they want and what they're asking and what they need to know and try to solve their problems Mm-hmm. As I like yeah, to say, well, that's why you don't have to worry about video or what you look like because it's not about you; it's about them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, uh, let's talk about the length of video content. Uh, today, short videos are popular, but it doesn't mean that long uh, videos can't provide results. Can you tell how to find this balance between short and long format? Mm-hmm. Uh, again, it, it oftentimes it depends on your audience. I mean, short videos are great because you can um, share a lot of information in a very short amount of time. And people who have very short attention spans—I mean, I know with TikTok, I scroll, scroll, scroll. So those are great for short-form videos, Instagram Reels, things like that. But there is a place for longer videos as well, especially on YouTube, because YouTube rewards watch time. They want you to stay on their platform for as long as possible, obviously. So I like to try to mix, you know, I may do 60-second videos for TikTok and Reels, but I do, you know, 10-minute videos for YouTube and link and uh Facebook because they want you on the platform longer and you mix in the longer form platform and the longer people watch, the more YouTube, uh the more the YouTube algorithm likes it. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, love it. Well, uh can you tell about uh how to uh i don't know like how to create catchy intro because you know most uh people users they usually live for a few seconds you know uh, 20 seconds according to youtube they can leave it because you can't 
take their attention. You can't occupy right. it. Can you tell from your experience what kind of intro we need to create? I think you really have to jump right in and get right to the point and hook them in the first few seconds. So they don't even necessarily care about what your name is. They just want to know what is this about and is it going to help me solve a problem or make me laugh or learn something new? So I may just say, hey, in the next two two minutes, you're going to learn ABC or you're going to find blah, blah, blah. So hook right at the beginning, tell them exactly what to expect and then go into it because otherwise they're like, okay, what's going on? Why is this? You know, when are you going to get to the point? Where's the meat? So get right mm -hmm. to the point, you know, cut to the chase, as they say in Hollywood, and, and just get right to the content and don't have a lot of fluff at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, volleyball. Uh, what about retention? How to uh, keep uh, watchers longer? Mm -hmm. A lot of it has to do with, you know, what's the, the visual? People want that visual stimulation. And I know the people in, in advertising call it a pattern, pattern interrupt. So different images each time. If I'm doing, um, you know, a video, I may change the scene every couple of seconds. Um, I may try to find something interesting. Like I, I, my dogs are always running around. I put them in the video. Uh, humor helps quite a bit. I mean, it's not easy to be funny, but if it's amusing or funny or humorous, that's going to keep people's attention. So, um, it's really pretty competitive. Again, you know, people have such short attention spans and can jump to something else. So you have to constantly be giving them something new to see and something new to learn. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, let's talk about patience. Can you tell? Because, you know, uh, I check out a few studies that most content creators, uh, uh, if I remember correctly, the number, 50% uh, of content creators don't film the second video because they can't get results from the first one. Right. Uh, I don't know how to do it. You know, really, <laughs> it takes time. A uh, hundred videos. I, I remember one interesting advice that, you know, uh, you need to film a hundred bad videos. Just film them and don't care about results. Don't care about anything. Get experience, confidence, right. and go ahead. Can you tell how to uh, get this patience when you film videos, but nobody cares, but you need mm -hmm. to go ahead? It is, you know, it's not necessarily a once in a great while somebody hits with one video. I mean, it only takes one video, but it took mm -hmm. me even years to get a video that had a quarter of a million views and it was a funny parody video. It wasn't even what I normally do. So a lot of it is trial and error and a lot of it is just sticking with it because you're going to find what works. And once you find what works, you can double down on that and do more videos and say, okay, people really liked this. So I go back and and look at my YouTube analytics and look at the watch time and what are people reacting to. Uh, and again, some of it is kind of like, well, I'm just gonna have to throw some stuff out there and see what works. So some of it is trial and error, but it's also knowing your audience and your target market and what they want. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, interesting. Uh, let's talk about uh, consistency. Can you tell uh, how to understand this word? Because Many people understand differently. For example, Gary Vee can uh, tell that you need to film every single day. Just do it, film as mm -hmm. maximum as possible. Uh, other marketers, uh, great marketers, by the way, they can tell no way you need to care about quality. Uh, mm -hmm. You don't need to film every single day. Just create uh, high quality videos. Can you tell about finding the balance between different Right, opinions? right. And it is, a, it is a balance. That's a good question because... I make the distinction between um, what I call quick videos or keeper videos. Mm -hmm. A keeper video is like a branding video. It's the homepage video on my website. 
I want it to look better. I want it to represent my brand. But a quick video may just be, I'm just going to do a TikTok. I'm going to do a Facebook Live. I'm not going to worry about the quality too much. I'm just going to be in the moment and do it quickly. So there is a place for both of those. Um, obviously, if it's a video that's on my homepage and it's the first video you see, I want it to look good and, and make a good first impression. But if I'm just sort of doing my videos every day, I don't worry too much about those. And the other thing I like to do, because I don't like making a video every day, is to batch record my videos. So I might do five or 10 at one time and then schedule them or drip them out on YouTube or LinkedIn or wherever I want to post them. So I'm doing a whole bunch of videos on a Sunday. So I wanted to do them for the rest of the week because I already have the week's videos. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, interesting. Uh Let's talk about testing. You know, I love testing. I can test uh, and fail many times. Uh, I think even uh, I fail a lot more than uh, get results. Uh, and for me, uh, that's a good school, you know, to learn something new. Can you tell how you test your results? Uh, ultimately, it's it's not always the number of views. Uh, it's mm -hmm. you know, what was the reaction for those viewers? who actually saw it. Like if somebody comes back to me and says, I want to work with you because I saw your video, it doesn't matter if I had 10 views or 100 views. I got that one person who needed to hear that message and now they may want to work with me. So a lot of it's just going to be at the end of the day, uh, did your video create more business for you? Did it bring in a new audience? Did it get you a new Facebook follower? So I don't just look at the views. I would try to look at the, the business side of it and how did that video have a return on investment in terms of business, not just number of views. Because in, in a way, views are sort of a vanity metric. I mean, it's nice to have a lot of views, but I would rather have a few people who are my ideal clients see that video than thousands of people who are never going to hire yeah. me. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I've seen a few uh, big companies that uh, earn 100 million now and they have uh, like uh, a thousand subscribers on their YouTubes. Uh, they don't care about that a lot. But if they film videos, uh, they get what they needed. So mm -hmm. you don't need to worry about subscribers, views. Uh, it's more important to cover uh, the target audience who can buy your products. Yeah. Right. It's that. all about reaching and, and connecting and engaging with that target audience. So uh, that's the great thing about video, too, is if, if you're speaking to your audience and that resonates with your target audience, then all the other folks don't really matter. That's just icing on the cake. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, let's talk about editing videos. Uh, can you tell uh, what kind of tools to use uh, or it's better just hire someone else who can provide the service? It really depends if you want to spend time on that and, and go through the learning curve. I mean, I use Final Cut Pro on a Mac because I've been doing it for many, many years. And for me, it's quick and easy. For other people, it may be frustrating. Yeah. So if you'd rather spend your time on the creative and the ideas and the shooting the video and not the editing, then you can outsource it to Fiverr or wherever you may want to do it. And oftentimes, you know, now there are online editors like Magisto and... Um, we video that make it relatively easy to edit videos right online, whether you're on a Mac or a PC. Uh, and I know mm -hmm. some folks, I'm not as good as it, but I know like my kids will edit videos right on their phone. So they're just yeah. doing it on the fly. Um, but you have to remember again is, you know, does it even need to be edited? <laughs> you know, so you may <laughs> ask yourself, I don't want to, you know, I don't, um, I can add music to this right on reels, I can go into Instagram reels and add all kinds of filters and effects. And that's the, that's all the editing I'm going to do on it. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think context is more important than uh, editing because mm -hmm. uh, any design can save bad context. Uh, for me, it's more important to share context even, even without design. That's okay, you know, yeah, if it's valuable, useful. And then you can edit to retain longer uh, to give reason uh, to look professional. So, yeah, many things about that. By the way, my son, uh, yeah, uh, he films uh, TikTok videos. Uh, and, yeah, uh, sometimes when I have no, uh, no time to edit videos, I give him my smartphone <laughs> and he can edit videos. I don't know how he can do it because uh, I have a team who can help me to edit videos on YouTube other channels uh and uh, yeah i just i have no time with that but uh, okay. when i film for tiktok he can provide with some apps on tiktok very simple yeah <laughs> yeah okay let's talk about uh benefits of uh video marketing uh can you share some benefits that uh really important today yeah absolutely um one of the great things about Video marketing is it saves you time because you don't have to be with somebody in person and you can reach many people at the same time. Um, the other great thing is that it's just such a powerful way to connect and engage. I mean, we're a very visual society. We all grew up with television for the most part. So um, it's just a great way to really connect and be more personal. Um, it really helps people know, like, and trust you because they see you, they hear you, they yeah. get to know you without having to meet you in person. And um, it's also a really great way to leverage and repurpose. So you can take that one video and put it on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, wherever. So you can be many places at the same time. So I like, you know, I think it's powerful and, and has a lot of benefits because honestly, it's the easiest way to, you know, get your message out to a lot of places and a lot of people uh for the least amount mm -hmm. of effort i think mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah i love it uh let's talk about uh one thing that many content creators don't consider they oversell without yeah. sharing value uh can you tell how it's important to share value and uh submit call to action in your video content because in the end we want to sell as well Right. And it is, it's a, it's the long game. I mean, I'd rather, you know, sort of build up and, and develop trust with people and add value, like you said, and provide value before I try to sell, because um, it's going to be much easier later on to sell something. If people know you and like you and trust you, they've seen you, you've given them value, you've provided benefits to them. And then, you know, down the road, you can say, Oh, by the way, I have this course. So I, I do a lot of free videos and free tutorials and freebies so that, I can, you know, show folks what I do. And then later on, they come back to me and say, hey, thank you for doing that. Now I need I need your help with such and such. So I think it's really a, you have to kind of, again, take a long term um, attitude towards it and really try to provide value first. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, valuable. Uh, what about promotion? For example, OK, we can create a video, but uh, if nobody knows about your video, you can't get results. Uh, right. For example, Mr. Beast probably can because he has audience. Uh, he needs just submit. That's it, you know, and everyone will know about this video. Mm -hmm. But he deserves this audience. What about uh, YouTubers and content creators who just start? Uh, how to promote videos? Right. Um, again, a lot of it is consistency and, and frequency. I mean, we see the same TV commercials on television again and again and again because they know that frequency 
works and you have to see something several times. So for folks who are just starting or just starting on YouTube, it really is a matter of consistency and sticking with it and experimenting with a few different things to see um, what works. I mean, I find like every time I put my dogs in a video, the video gets more views. So I'm like, okay, I guess I gotta, I gotta use the dogs again. So, so it's, uh, it's a little bit of, uh, you know, I think they like the dogs better than they like me, but that's okay. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I love this example. You know, uh, I, I had the same issue uh, with my brother uh, when he uh, filmed a few videos together and I filmed a few videos with my dog and uh, videos with my dogs uh, got a lot more views and I told him, you can see people love my dog more than you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's okay. Uh, okay. And it's uh, also because people, you know, people want to see vi the video. I mean, they want to see it more than they want to read. Um, nine out of 10 viewers say that they want to see more videos from brands and, and people and influencers that they like. So it's, it's really a matter of you're giving them the content that they want to consume. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, okay, uh, for example, uh, if some companies have no time, experience, and even wish to film video, because uh, yeah, uh, I, I have a lot of clients that can tell me, you know, uh, I need to develop, innovate my products, uh, competition is huge, uh, I don't need to lose attention with that. Uh, so um, if you can uh, find someone else who can film these videos, can you tell from your experience? How to find responsible uh, content creators, video creators who can provide this job uh, for some companies that are busy with their products? Right. Again, you have to, you have to go and, and look at the videos that you like and the videos <clears throat> that made an impression on you and find out, did somebody create mm -hmm. those? Was it an agency? Was it an individual? And a lot of that really is it's I, referrals. I mean, I, I trust uh, somebody, if my friend or my partner or somebody says these guys are okay. So a lot of it is sort of vetting them and, and making sure that they have the right background and have they been highly recommended. And ultimately, do you like the style or, or the, the kind of videos that they create? So I may search out a video and say, oh, I really love the way they that one looks. I really want to find out how they made it or what or what tools they use to make it, because oftentimes it might just be an app or something that they use to create that effect. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly about that. Uh, okay, uh, let's talk about uh, one thing that many content creators ignore. Uh, they usually copy others. Uh, I'm not sure it's a good idea. For example, I can't copy Mr. Beast because it's not my uh, style. Uh, I can't be the second Mr. Beast uh, or a bad version of Mr. Beast. Uh, right. Of course, it's better be yourself. Can you tell yes. how? to be yourself and cover with your audience. <laughs> right, again, it, it, a lot of it has to do with, you know, just trying to be authentic, but um, you have to find, you know, who who you resonate with. Does, does your target market like your style? Um, you don't have to try to be somebody else. Again, I'm, I'm very shy and I'm an introvert, but people know that like, okay, well, he's a good guy and I try to be funny sometimes and people like that. So if you can pull humor in, really the more, of your personality you can show the better so i if i'm not trying to be really professional i'm just going to be kind of a little loose and casual and and a little sarcastic because that's the way i am in person the more i add personality the better those videos become and the more people um, kind of connect with them so don't be afraid to you know inject your personality use humor if you're funny 
uh, really just, you know, be as real as possible and like you are in real life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. If you're not funny, don't try to be funny <laughs> if it's not yours. <laughs> yeah, and it's okay. You can find your audience because many people love it. You know, they uh, connect with some influencers who are not funny because they're serious. They can share right. some serious stuff. Why not? Mm -hmm. It's better to be yourself because content creators give up uh, when they copy others they burn yeah. out in one day uh, they're not interested so yeah i agree with that mm -hmm. can you tell uh, uh, some mistakes that content creators uh, make uh, by filming videos uh, mm -hmm. because it's obsolete it doesn't work from your experience right uh it's really a matter of, of consistency they give up too quickly or they just they said oh i only got seven views on that video i'm not going to do it again it's, you know you have to stick with it for a while so i think people give up too soon i think people don't get started because they think they need a lot of equipment and they really don't i mean if you have a phone or a mobile device you're pretty much good to go so um people give up too soon they they think that they need more equipment they think that they need to be perfect and they don't so a lot of it really is just a matter of um getting started and, and staying consistent with it yeah perfect guys forget about your perfect by the way if you have uh, seven views you have a lot more views than i have on my smartphone because most videos uh have zero views uh, okay one view i can watch these videos you know <laughs> that, that's it but i'm doing because of uh practicing of practice i know that uh, the best time will come just to be consistent with that so yeah agree. can you tell uh, uh about someone who doesn't need video marketing from your experience mm -hmm. Uh, that's a really good question. Um, unique video marketing. I like, um, like on TikTok, I watch a lot of comedians. I discover new, new talent that way. And again, they're just doing what they do and sharing their, their, um, talent on a, a different platform. So, um, I, I mean, I, I watch so many different things. I know, uh, some of the big YouTube creators, you know, good, but, but I like the folks who, who really share their specific expertise i remember way back when when michelle fan who's um you know became a big influencer she was just doing you know makeup tutorials she was just kind of sharing this is how to get the amy winehouse look or this is how to get the whatever look so it started very small and it just grew up and, and blew up from there so i really like the folks who are just sharing their expertise and, do, and doing what they're good at doing not trying to be somebody else mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah love it uh Let's talk about uh, commenting uh, or engaging with uh, the audience. I often see when content creators film videos and uh, they get a few comments and don't reply to them. You know, don't uh, share. Just uh, even to write thank you. Thank you. That's it. Right. You know, uh, yeah. It, it, because uh, I check out one interesting data that people are willing to leave comments if you reply to their previous uh, six times uh, more, you can yes. get comments from these people. Can you tell about uh, engaging with your audience? Right. Well, I mean, YouTube is, is a social media platform. I mean, that's, you know, a lot of folks don't think of it that way because they think they're just putting their videos there. But the community aspect is really important. And, and engaging and interacting with your audience is really important. I, I may do it more on Facebook than, than YouTube. But again, it's really more about the back and forth um i even like i especially like video email and things like loom because they can comment and then you can start a conversation with it so even if it's one-to-one -one, um and you're doing a loom video or something or video email 
I think the the back and forth is really important. So it's it's a matter of paying attention to your audience and making sure that you follow up with them. It's not a one way street. It's really a a, a relationship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I have the question about things that content creators shouldn't do. Uh, from your experience, what is better not to do today? Um, that's a good question. I mean, almost anything goes. So it's really a matter of <laughs> of experimenting. Not not to, the only thing not to do is to get so stuck in one platform and one style that that you get boring. So mm-hmm. I didn't really want to do TikTok videos because they're vertical, and I thought it was just for young people. But I've started to get into it because. I just realized I can't keep doing the same thing over and over again. So it's mm-hmm. not so much what you shouldn't do. It's that you don't necessarily just always do one thing at the same time. You got to, nice, you know, nice. evolve and mix it up and, and realize that there are new platforms coming online that are, you know, usually popular. So I, I did TikTok because I can't ignore TikTok anymore. <laughs> got it. Yeah. Great tip. Uh, okay. What everyone needs to do today? Today, the main thing is really just get started pick up your iphone do a quick message say happy birthday to somebody if it's their birthday just <laughs> just do something that will get you to get start getting your message out there and get started and and not be afraid to do it and if you've done it a few times and haven't been happy with the results commit to doing it for a week that's why i do these video challenges where i say okay we're going to do a video every day this month for 30 days no matter how good or how bad they are you're just going to get it out there and post it. And that's really the thing. It's like once people start, they usually say, oh, I didn't realize it was going to be that easy. I should have done this sooner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about shame. Uh, I, I want to share one story uh, from Tony Robbins uh, podcast. One billionaire uh, was a guest and uh, this billionaire uh, shared a story about uh, uh, how to shame yourself. Uh, for example, uh, she uh, sent uh, on elevator uh, she did many crazy things uh, and she felt very embarrassed about that but you know uh, she got experience she mm-hmm. could overcome all uh, obstacles uh, because um, if you embarrass yourself you can go ahead you know you can yeah. uh, you don't care about opinions i i like uh, uh, when Seth Godin uh, uh, told that he doesn't read uh, reviews on his Amazon books since mm-hmm. 2011, right. more than uh, 11 years, because he doesn't want to know when someone doesn't like his books. That's okay right. if it's not for you, uh, but he's one of the best marketers, uh, yeah. modern markets. Can you tell about uh, shame? Uh, how it's important to get this experience? Right. And again, as, a, as an introvert, and you know, I, I was really uh, hesitant to put myself out there. So when I started, I would wear costumes, like I, I dressed up as Moses one time to do 10 commandments of video. So I just said, you know what, I'm just gonna make a, an ass of myself and not worry about it. Some people won't like it, those are not my people. Some people will really like it, and those are my people. It's not like the expression that says, you may be too much for some people, well, those are not your people. So I think you you have to kind of get over yourself and not take yourself too seriously and, you know, be willing to, like I say, I put the dogs in the videos, they're going to bark, they're going to ruin my videos, so I might as well just put them in. And I have two little pug dogs and they're part of my, almost part of my brand now because they're so present in what I do. So I just put it all out there. I share 
everything, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly. And I think people appreciate the fact that I'm not trying to be some something I'm not. Nice, nice. Yeah, I agree. Uh, okay, uh, Lee, let's imagine you have no experience, uh, no TV, no YouTube experience, anything. Uh, what will you do if you start from scratch uh, to become the best one day in video marketing? Uh, I'll be willing to make mistakes, be willing to look foolish, <laughs> realize <laughs> that the mistakes are just part of the, the learning process. And the great thing is, I mean, when I was in the television business, you know, there were only, you know, four networks and cable and things like that. Now, everyone has access to the world via YouTube or video or whatever, and there's no barriers to entry. There's no, you know, you don't have to be a media mogul. You don't have to own a TV station. Everyone is their own TV station, and you now have the power yeah. to to reach the world. You don't have to wait. You don't have to, you know, you don't need any money. You don't need any licenses. You just need to go and, well, maybe in China you can't do it, but in most places you can just go and go out there and start doing it. Yeah, love it, love it. Yeah, uh, many years ago, people came to castings, uh, spent a lot of time uh, on these castings, but today everything what you have, just smartphone, film, and uh, Uh, with perseverance, consistency, you can overcome all obstacles. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, let's talk about the future. What kind of future will be in video marketing from your experience? Uh, I think it's just there's going to constantly be new platforms. Um, there's going to be more access and accessibility to these kinds of platforms. It's going to be you know easier to to shoot. It's going to be easier to edit because it's just more mainstream. You know, there's going to be apps that are going to you know essentially create the video for you so i think it's a great time to get involved in video some people say oh i'm too late i should have gotten in when instagram started or i should have gotten in when youtube started but the best time is now and you know the future is is bright and and really it's more about um access to the media and we all have the same access now and it's only going to get more so in the future Yeah, I remember one quote that the best time was 10 years ago. The next best time is now. <laughs> so yeah. just do it. Just do it. Uh, yes. Just film videos and you will get results. Don't care about, uh, I don't know, low engagement. Don't care about a few views. Just go ahead and believe you can because uh, your time will come. Louis, it's a big pleasure to get uh, to learn from you. To, you share a lot of value. Tell our audience how they can reach out to you. You learn more about you, follow you. Uh, thank you. Um, you can find me at loubortone.com or at loubortone on, on all the socials. Mm -hmm. Okay, guys, you can find uh, links to Louis uh, in the description below. Listen to us on Apple, Google, Spotify. Thanks again for your time. A big pleasure. You. Welcome back. Anytime, you know, to share more valuable insights. I love it. And guys, thanks for listening and watching us.